They are irresistible, undeniable, and have hosted the last four AFC Championship games. Welcome to the Indiana Chiefs Fan Podcast, where we talk about our favorite team, the Kansas City Chiefs. I am Golden Jay, and with me is three-time podcast favorite. Yes, that's right. It is Chico Noise, and also one-time podcast host, <laughs> our friend Phil Jordan. We call him the Chief Gentleman. What is going on? Same old, same old. <laughs> I don't know. I can't stop watching football, even though it's preseason. I've watched many, many games this week over and over. Um, not only the Chiefs, but many other games because I'm excited. Uh, season's almost here. That's all I can think about right now. Listen, I absolutely love football, and I've loved football for a long, long time now. This is the first season that I have spent so much time studying everything going on because we are now doing this podcast. So I know shit now that I had never even thought about, and especially right now going into um, the, in, in another week. So by the time this actually airs, they'll actually be down to the 53 man roster, but right. As we speak right now, they just broke the 80 man roster. Um, and I've learned so much of, kind of what their, you know, the the whole scenario might be, whether they keep three running backs or, you know, two running backs and four tight ends or how many of the line, you know, and how many defensive line, how many linebackers. I'm I'm full of information that I don't know how to spiel back out into the into the world of podcasting. So um, I'm enjoying taking it all in, but man, it is a lot to really consider. And it's not something I've ever considered before. Usually it's like, oh, you know, the start of the season, this is our roster. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Never really thought about what the details going into dropping from an 80 man roster and, and cutting 27 players to get down to 53. And hopefully, uh, you know, some of the ones that get cut that we want to keep on the practice squad don't get swallowed up. You know, um, it happens every year. Um, and on the same token, you know, we swallow up some of the other players to bring to our practice squad or even maybe the 50 man, 53 man roster. You never know. Right. right. You know, one, yeah. one, what's the saying? One man's garbage is another man's treasure. I mean, yeah. I hate to put it that way, but it's kind of the way it works in the NFL. Well, here's the problem with, Kansas City right now we have very little garbage the problem is is that you have all these great wide receivers and three or four of those guys are going to get cut mm-hmm. you know whether it be Fountain or Copeland mm-hmm. you know because we had because of the line in front of them with uh you know uh Juju and um Sky <laughs> MVS. Moore and MVS <laughs> um you know these great receivers that we, that we've acquired since we lost Tyreek and, you know, these guys who are really good, I mean, maybe not elite, but they're really good are going to either go down the practice squad or, you know, get swallowed up by another team like, you know, Oakland or Miami or something like that. You know, it's, it's, it's great for them because they're going to get a shot to play someplace else. 
Yeah, Miami spent all their money. <laughs> so did Denver, <laughs> from my understanding. I don't know. What were we at at cap space last? Point one, I think, was the okay. last time I seen anything on it. So, I mean, it may have adjusted since then, you know, with uh, with what Sheldon coming in and yeah. a couple more of those defensive guys. So. Gunner, what's what's your take on all of this? How much how much uh, have you been watching and looking into all this? Um, just to go back, even just to receivers, like you said, we have such a big lineup on receivers, and even the guys that aren't our top four are looking good. But you have you have more who is just on fire, even even at training camp. And I haven't really watched a whole lot of preseason, but. I'm, I've seen some highlights and he just looks good. Yeah. And Juju, obviously, who's been somebody that everybody's had their eyes on. Um, but I don't even know who who else do we have up there besides those two. You know, they're gonna they're probably gonna be there. They're probably gonna stay. Those guys are definitely staying. MBS is definitely gonna stay. Um, oh, let's well, see. We've I'm, already, I'm I was just saying we already cut three wide receivers. Um, you know, uh, Bayless, uh, yeah, remember the other two, to be honest, Bayless was the only one that I could remember as a, you know, a name. Right. Uh, it's, I don't know. We're, if, if they possibly keep six receivers, uh, Justin Watson's going to be number five. And the sixth one then is going to be either Fountain, Copeland, or, there was a third one and I cannot think of his name right off the top of my head, but um, you know, there's like, so there, the other four are MBS, Juju, Sky, and um, who's the fourth one? Hardman or not? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Hardman. Exactly. Sorry. Sorry. Took a second to remember who, who we lost. Yeah. <laughs> So your top four are those four, and then you and Justin Watson had such a great outing against Washington. You know he pretty much, I mean, secured up that that fifth spot. If they even keep six, that's you know that's another question in general too. So well, that's also with the tight end position. I mean, you got what, yeah. Noah Gray and the the other gentleman. Gosh, what's his name? Uh, uh, it is actually Fortson. It's, yeah, that, uh, uh, he, Jody Forson is the is the other tight end. Yeah, that Noah was Gray and obviously Travis Kelsey. Yeah, and he was converted from a wide receiver right. to a tight end. I mean, he scored both touchdowns. I mean, I mean that did we keep three wide or three uh, tight ends? And, and, and you that's know? just I it. Mean, you got a converted wide receiver with a body of a tight end. I mean, come on. I mean, to me, that's almost yeah. a no brainer. But you know, do you keep three of them? You know. I, in my mind, I think you keep them because let's let's take a look at our running game, and our running game is going to be uh, Edwards Alaire. You know, he's going to be our number one. Uh, it, Pachenko is, you know, the pot. <laughs> yeah, on, I know you. You got to say it. No, I'm not going to do it. Uh, number two is Isaiah. You know, they're kicking around him as number two. Yeah. Um, and then that leaves um, uh, the, uh, McKinnon as number three. You know, and the whole thing uh, with Derek Gore going out on IR uh, with a broken thumb. Season ending, right? 
they say that it could it's going to be a well seasoning inning, which is actually going to play in for Derek Gore, I think, better because yeah. it, he can he gives him a chance to heal. He's going to go down to the practice squad in you know or, or be on IR, but he's going to be still part of the team. And then, and let's face it, come on, you know I I love my Chiefs, but you know Alaire is is injury prone. I mean, he's constantly, you know, on that, on the, on the injury list, you know, um, so it gives him a chance somewhere down the line, say, you know, later in the season, if he can get that thumb healed up and get back into, into shape, then maybe he's going to have a chance to come back in. Not that I'm knocking him, but in the preseason, he hasn't looked explosive at all. Um, uh, Gore. No, uh, uh, not Gora. Yeah, Allaire. Gore didn't look good either, but Gore, Gore did not look good. Allaire, he didn't. Allaire. To me, I'm not, you know, I'm used to these running backs getting, you know, eight to 10 yards of, you know, a run, which Allaire is not that type of back, in my opinion, but that's just me. You know, we've had such great backs over the years with Jamal Charles and, yeah. and you know, <laughs> Priest Holmes and even Larry Johnson when he was, when he was in really good shape and there was a damn good running back. Um, we've kind of missed that. And, and, you know, we talked about this a couple pods ago about how excited I was about the running back crew Mm -hmm. and over these last two games, they're just not, they're not getting anywhere. Um, I was listening to, uh, another podcast that was discussing that and, you know, with Pachinko, he's still a rookie and he's still learning. Yeah. A layer has no excuses and they're saying these guys are missing some pretty good size holes that yep. that offensive line is uh, opening up and i won't i won't disagree you know you you've got to get in there and you've got to have fast vision that's that's a that's a brutal position to play and whether it even be mental or physical i mean don't get me wrong on uh, play action where he, when he's out you know uh doing uh catching a pass he's awesome you know up the middle you know yep. stuff like that and i i've never been impressed but that's just me um i'm hoping uh i'm hoping uh we see better flashes once the real season starts um you know um i did like our who's our fullback i can't remember his name burton um, yeah he's you know you know they got him the ball a few times to get first downs and stuff like that it looked good um so i'm just hoping they're just laying low right now you know let's not well, get injured you know let's just go through the motions and then, you know, real season hits and we're hitting the right holes right. that are open and, you know, we're, we're moving forward. And like you said, there's hopefully less injury this year, um, you know, and, you know, with Gore going down, then maybe there's an opportunity when all the cuts are done, that there's a good back out there that, you know, could be a third or a fourth, you know, right. Um, option. We won't know until until we get in. Well, once that fifty three hits, and we'll know right yep. where we stand. So then you got to wait through the pecking order, and you know yep. all that kind of stuff. And you know, yeah. you know, we're pretty low on the totem pole until everyone starts getting their, you know, their uh, picks in, and obviously we'll move up the chain. Right. It'll it'll it is gonna be fun. Like I said, I've no I've seen more this season than I've ever really dug into before. Usually, I'm just waiting for the first game. I'm like most football fans, you know, <laughs> the preseason is, you know, not really, um, you know, something that uh, everybody watches and looks forward to. But uh, for me this year, the preseason is way more important so that I can get a chance to see these guys and get a chance to talk to 
you know, talk to you guys about them. And that, and then on the defensive side, was it that defensive end? Gosh, I keep forgetting the guy's name. I I should learn it by now. Karlovsky. Yes. Karlovskis. Yeah. That that guy is a machine. I mean, two games, two games, two sacks. I mean, you gotta, you gotta love it. So funny story. Um, what school did he go to? Do you recall? He went Anyone? to Purdue. So the neighbor, the bread man. <laughs> the bread. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Which I dove into a little bit ago. <laughs> his uh, sister was up and she's like, she's like, I see you're a Chiefs fan. I'm like, yeah. She's like, well, I am now a Chiefs fan because she is a Purdue alumni and we drafted, drafted George. him. Yeah. And George. she, she has been a George. huge fan of him all through his career in college. So she's now going to be following the Chiefs for that reason. And, right and I told her, I was like, man, this guy, he, he looks like the real deal. You know, I'm impressed to say the least. He it, on that on that sack during the Washington game, it was, you know, double team coming off yep. of the line. Turn back around. Turn back around and the motor never stopped. <laughs> he was it was just go, go, go. And then, you know, he finally got there. But I yep. mean. Obviously, that's, you know, that also uh, flows into the safeties and the corners always, you know, all having good coverage and and stuff like that, which, you know, slows down the quarterback. So he's not getting the ball out of his hand, which, you surprisingly, know, I, Sneed surprised me in preseason. He's been playing well because I've always he's always been my Achilles heel on that, you know, right. DBs. I mean. If you're going to burn someone, it's typically sneed. Um, <laughs> I hate to say it. I mean, that's just my, again, my opinion. But in preseason, you know, going one-on-ones with the first teams, you know, he's been keeping his own, you know. Um, he, he defended quite a few deep passes, and, you know, hopefully that play continues. Well, and they say that he's in the best shape, you know, coming out of uh, last year and the injury and, and all that. He's in really good shape and really ready to go. And I think a lot of those guys are looking at the fact that they have to they have to fill in that Tyron Tyron Matthews spot, you mm-hmm. know, and, and, you know, you lose a lot when you lose a player like that, you know. And have you the, looked, been paying attention to the rookies? I really haven't on the defense, to be honest. Um. Uh, the, the Trent, deep, Trent McDuffie McDuffie has not had a single pass thrown in his direction. <laughs> I wonder if that's by design or just uh, bad, your bad guess luck. is your guess is as good as mine. Um, I, I don't imagine that, uh, <laughs> you know, when, when Phil's smiling, looking down and you hear a zipper, I just, it really worries me. <laughs> Got to hurt uh, his elbow again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh um, my god. I don't I don't think it was by de- I don't really think it's by design, but it's uh, just weird. I did not realize that. Yeah, they were talking about it uh this week and how the fact that nobody's really challenged him to see what he what he can or cannot do. So hmm. he must be he must be like a blanket. That's all I can say. He's got it covered. Yeah, I mean I was impressed also just in general that you know we kept our first team in for you know, pretty much the first half close. You know? Yeah. Um, pretty close. Yeah. I mean, I was impressed, you know, years ago, you know, they play one series and done, you know, mm-hmm. I, Andy Reed said this year, no, we're playing. 
So, you know, I always worry about the injury bug. You know, you, you see all these injuries across multiple teams that season ending for major players, not, you know, your second or third stringers. So, right. It's the only thing that always worries me, but you know what? I think it gets you better game prepped. You know, you got more conditioning, you got pads on, you know, you're hitting, you're running, you're catching, you're defending, you know, I like it. Um, but again, I still worry about the injury bug. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, but you know, that's an all season thing though, too. You know, you're constantly worried about, you know, whether Travis Kelsey is going to well, get back up after that big hit or, you know, did Mahomes did Mahomes take one at the ankles and his yeah. ERI, you know, those things are just well, a nonstop. Let me, let me rephrase it. You get a second stringer in there trying to make a name for himself, you know, getting yeah. a major player, you know, that that's what I'm alluding to. Not right on, you know, injuries are going to happen, but I hate to see someone, you know, do something not necessarily malicious, but hey, it's preseason, you know, let's not, you know, take a guy's head off or lay yeah. it off. You know, yeah. that's what I worry about. But you said it. I mean, those guys are trying to they're they're trying to fill one of those spots. They're trying mm -hmm. to show that they can be aggressive and they can hit hard and you know. And oh my god, the refereeing early on in this season has been very questionable in my mind and <laughs> mul multiple games, multiple games. I mean, I even told the wife and I don't remember which play it was. Uh the call went um uh we did something or something happened and I looked at my wife and I was like, I agree with that call. Or I said, I disagree with that call. Sorry. And she's like, why we got a first down. I'm like, because it's not right. That's not what happened. And I don't right. remember the exact play. I'm a fair person. I want everything to be. That was that, uh, was that, um, uh, that pass interference or whatever. There was some sort of call that was made that was, they, they called it a phantom call. I can't remember. I think it was a pass interference call. Yeah. Something like that. And I told the wife, I was like, no, I said, I don't like this, even though it helped our team. I don't like it. I want it right. to be open. I want it to be right. I want it to be fair. And, you know, I've watched quite a few games and I know it's preseason for them too. You know, I get right. it. Um, but I just hope it doesn't carry over into the regular season. Well, it's going to carry over into the playoffs. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Every year, you know, that it's insane. Well, I'm just we saying, always, you know, they got emphasis all... this year on, uh, receiver contact after five yards which i think is good don't get me wrong you know but you know there's going to be calls against us so we're going to be like what the hell they didn't call it you know or there's going to be a call against our defense where he's on the four yard line you know you know what i mean yeah it's going to yeah. go both ways but i heard they're really putting an emphasis on not allowing contact after five yards unless of course the quarterback's out of the pocket right so right on um, I think that works in our favor a lot because we have speed and we have Mahomes, but right. I think it could also work against our defense. So, because, they yeah, said because that's their point of emphasis this year. Yeah. Because if you look back at all of our DBs and corners and, and all that, they are, uh, they are a high contact down the field <laughs> team for sure. They're, they're taking your wallet out of your back <laughs> pocket, mugging the hell out of you. Gunner lost his watch. <laughs> so what are they? What are they calling that penalty then? Just illegal, illegal contact. contact? Yeah, yeah, five yards, um, automatic first down. I think. Um, but still, I heard it on. I think it was the first Chiefs game, or maybe the second one. That that was a point of emphasis this year. So, you know, and and oh, you know what the other call was? Um, it was uh, I don't remember which quarterback 
was playing in our game at the time, but he slid, but he slid at the very last millisecond. And the and the DB had to just pull off and he couldn't, you know, he's going full speed. Right. You know, when you drop and some guy's running 15 miles an hour and he's one step away, how do you avoid that hit? Uh, that's a, you that's know, a good question. I mean, I, I understand player safety. I get it. I don't want my homes to get hit that way, but you know, slide, slide early. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, that was another call where I told the wife, I was like, I don't agree with roughing the passer because the defensive guy is going to get hurt. If he tries to pull up, he can pull something, you know? Oh yeah. And, um, yeah. And if that's our defensive guy, you know, we, we might lose him. So there's just those little caveats when I'm watching these games with refs and different calls and quarterbacks, you know, unfortunately taking that right at the last millisecond, you know, you know, I, I just, I, I don't like it. Yeah. Well, if you're still standing up and he's a, and he's a half, half step away, then, then you basically giving yourself up to be, to be hit. So, I mean, yeah, I agree. Slide, slide when you, when you, I mean, if you, if you're going for the first down, then take the hit like a man. Yeah. Not that, not that I'm going to take that hit like a man. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying, but yeah, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to fight for that first down as a quarterback on the run, then be go prepared forward. to be hit. Yeah. Yeah. Go forward. Don't, don't slide. Yep. You know, and again, I, I don't want anybody to get hurt defense or offense, but there's just some of those things that when I'm watching games that preseason, regular season, and I sit there, I'm like, man, how do you stop? How do you uh, stop when you're going that fast? Well, um, I uh, the one call that I can think of in that Washington game again was against our defense, and it was a roughing the passer, and I don't remember who it was. Was it Sheldon? Maybe that come up and and oh, he hit him just, square in the chest. Yeah, in the chest. Yeah, and, and they, they called said him neck. Oh, that was bullshit. But you know what? About uh, the next series, I think he sacked his ass. <laughs> if you recall, I think you're right. Yeah, I mean, literally, like you said, he got him right here. Well, right and there. I mean, you he know, had just he had just released the ball when when he did get when he did hit yeah. him, and it wasn't a it wasn't a malicious hit. I mean, nope. he basically basically pushed him and. Yeah, we we need to we need to really settle in on this and and you know as much as I don't like um, the time it takes to do instant replay, you know these are the things that we need to be looking at a little bit closer and you know maybe reviewed by New York before they before they go ahead and mark off the fifteen yards in any direction. So yeah, it's just something I noticed, you know, yeah. um, you know, good point though. I do remember that play. And I was, I was, I was looking at the wife. I was like, what the hell can I call was that? Yeah. And it's not because I'm a Chiefs fan. I, I watched other games with similar plays and I right. said the same thing. So, you know, I, I know everyone's out there, you know, if it's fourth down, you know, two yards to go and you get a roughing the passer call, you're happy as shit, but was right. the right call, you know, um, yeah. you know, I, don't get me wrong. I'd rather win a game than lose it, but I'd rather win it the right way. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, so, I, I'm, I've watched a lot of football where I just look at Bobby and be like, yeah, I don't know that that was pass interference. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it was in our favor, you know? Yeah. So, you, 
you take it and you kind of just cringe and you think, oh, I hope nobody else is watching this to blow me shit next time. <laughs> like, yeah, you guys won that game over a bad call. Those are my favorites. Yeah. Well, that's why I said I figured I'd throw in the refs because we really haven't talked about them at all in preseason. So, and we I figured we, it was we, worth a mention. We probably won't talk about them much during regular season either <laughs> until we have that one bad call. I keep thinking back to that whole D Ford. Uh, off sides thing though no i i before I, I re- that the phantom roughing the passer would not right. even touch freaking tom brady it it wouldn't even mattered if d ford was offsides well i remember and i'd like to maybe if i can go find a snapshot of that i mean he really was a whole shoulder length over the line when he was lined up <laughs> if you look at it down the line yeah which you know uh, you can take it as a good call bad call whatever but oh, it you was know, the that, right call. that that dude should have known where he was supposed to be lined up and he's trying to get a step on it. You know, I, yeah. I understand all that, but no, he was every time, I, every time I think of that, that's, that's what I think about is that, <laughs> that call right there. Well, I think of the phantom call that gave him the first down on third and 12 or whatever right. in the hell it was, you know, they, like, and would that play have ever happened? Right. You know what well, I mean? Well, that's true. So yeah. That's what I think about. Oh yeah. The beloved, the beloved, uh, Four-time AFC championship hosts. Hosts, not four-time <laughs> AFC championship winners in a row. We're two no, for two, ladies and two gentlemen. Two. So we'll take it though. I mean, yeah, it takes know, a lot those, to get there. All those years of just hoping to win a playoff game, <laughs> let alone get into the AFC championship. I remember the last AFC championship before before Mahomes got there, and I do believe that was uh Joe Montana and Marcus Allen that got him there. Yeah, the I last time we was in the AFC Championship game, I don't. I thought we lost the game prior to the AFC Championship game. We had a first uh, round bye, and then we lost the next game. I don't think we made it there. I, I'm gonna go back and research that. I was thinking the first year no. Joe was there, they got him to the AFC Championship game. I don't think so. All right, I could be wrong. Again, nope. this is this is our opinion. That's right. That's right. That's what it's and, all about. And I don't Google anything during the show. Like I Jeremy do. is right now. <laughs> I can see him Googling. Yep. What do you think, Gunner? Gunner? What do you think? What do I think about that? Yeah. I don't know. Did Joe Montana get us to the AFC championship game? I don't remember. I don't, I, I have no clue. You know, if I would go back and watch all that uh, Joe Montana documentary on Peacock, I'm sure they <laughs> show all of that. Yeah. Hey, that reminds me. I got to put that on my watch list. Yeah, you do. Well, and uh, the thing is, is that you can watch uh, like the first episode for free. Then you have to actually get a subscription to watch anything more than that. For, and I think there's for the Joe yeah. Montana thing. Uh, which channel? Peacock. Uh, Peacock. Oh, I already have it, so I'm good. Yep. Oh, you already have Peacock. Yeah. I want to see your Peacock. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's the terrible. Other, the other one is that franchise. It's called the franchise on YouTube. And they you're talking about the Chiefs franchise? Yeah. The, oh, yeah. I, so I think I mentioned this before is I listened to the entire series on our first trip down to Kansas City, by the way. Yeah. I, I turned them on episode one and just let it play for hours. It's so good. They, they start that first episode off and introduce you to McDuffie and they show him mm-hmm. going out to oh, yeah. place. Yeah. And then they get into training camp. And then the second episode, they, it ends with the preseason, the bears game. And 
it's just it's just cool to watch you guys see all the background stuff that they're doing you know mm. was it reading uh carl Loftus playing chess or something episode <laughs> two like it's the things they do while they're at uh um act, training. like training camp yeah who do you room with them. do you know i don't know i'm not sure i think they room okay. there i think the dorm they were in they were all in their own rooms a lot of times they double up just for buddy system yeah because they the security guys at the start of the, the second episode had um like bobcats in the rooms and they had a speaker behind them so when they walked in they turned the lights on they started playing the sound and the bobcats and it was they had video cameras hidden it was waking them up them. Yeah, oh you know i i seen that on uh on uh, one of the facebook pages that they were doing yeah it's pretty so, funny so i can literally say that happened to me in 1990 when i joined the army we went to oh, bed yeah. at 2 a.m and they woke us up at 4 30 with trash can lids and flashing Jesus. lights and strobe lights and yeah we were like what the hell is happening one guy fell out i mean he passed out he he was done dang yeah so been there done that <laughs> but yeah, yeah to your point maybe i should watch it this year instead of listen to it you should it, it's really good i mean just all the shots they get and you get to see a lot of Kansas City, especially for us that we haven't seen. Is that was Mitch, Holt, Mitch Holtis, right? And uh, it's, or do it's, they have, or they a, have a different team? It's GEHA. Okay. So um, they go through, and I think they sponsor the whole thing, and they send out a crew. But they use a lot of Mitch audio. They use okay. a lot of radio audio. Um, just tons of different things they're doing. So Nice. So did you get the answer? golden gym. no i'm still working on it go ahead you guys are doing a great job <laughs> <laughs> so uh no I'm, I'm definitely maybe i will watch it because like i said normally i queue up all of the podcasts you know from you know from the draft to preseason yeah. and i just let it play in the car just to you know for that well eight hour drive if i were driving by myself you know 10 hours with the wife so yeah <laughs> And as uh, uh, Jeremy can attest to, if I'm not listening to that, it, it is stuck on NFL Network um, the entire ride. That's a lot of NFL Network. <laughs> <laughs> it is, but maybe I'll switch it up this year. I'll do four hours NFL Network and uh, two hours or four hours ESPN. <laughs> there you go. There you up. go. No, I, I like the Godfather on those shows. Um, you know, uh, he's he's just a amazing insight into all these players. Yeah. Um, Gil, uh, gosh, what's his last name? Brent or something like that. Right on. But yeah, he's a man. When he's on the radio or on NFL Network, I, I tune in. The guy's great. He he reminds me of uh, Madden, basically. You know, he's so knowledgeable, knowledgeable. about the game, yep. the players, you know, and he'll talk about, you know, a coach, a player, you know, that was in the league in like 1971. And he'll tell you exactly everything. I mean, he's a mat, you know, to me, another Madden type person. Yeah. So never heard him. I highly suggest it. Those are the announcers you like to hear because they're just so, <laughs> when they're so knowledgeable that they can tell you everything about a player while they're doing a play and be done with mm -hmm. what they're talking about yeah and he'll know it and he'll name a random town like you know where do you guys live or you know a, a small town near you guys just say marion that has population 800 he's like yeah i've been there before 
you know, I mean, it's like, cause the guy traveled around the U S you know, cause back then you took buses everywhere, you know, yep. so he's been to almost every small town and <laughs> cause he'll ask the person. Well, I'm sure when it... they were taking buses, they were taking 30. So they probably hit all of Indiana at some point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just giving it an example of, you know, just his yeah. breadth of knowledge and yeah. yeah, you know, I can only aspire to have a quarter of that knowledge in my head. I would look like I'm a genius. Instead, I got like one, I don't know, 64th of his knowledge, if that. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, uh, Jeremy wouldn't be looking this up. It's true, but I did find it. Did he? Sorry, I'm sorry it took so long. It, it really is wading through a lot of information. <laughs> <laughs> um, so listen, 1993... Uh, the 1993-94 NFL season, and when Joe Montana went to Kansas City, he took them to the playoffs. Uh, wild card game against Pittsburgh, which they won. Um, it was at Arrowhead. Uh, divisional game against the Houston Oilers, they won 28-20, and then they played an AFC Championship game at Buffalo, where they lost 13 to 30. That was the 90, that was the 93, 94. Now 94, 95, they lost the wild card game to Miami. Okay. That's probably what I'm thinking. And, and I just had a, I don't know if you could see it in the video. I had this really hard hit to my head as a memory <laughs> from that, that game, because we were playing uh, a bar in Syracuse. It was, I think I, I have to look again, but I'm pretty sure it was new year's Eve. Um, is, let me make sure I got this right here. Um, yeah, December 31st at Miami, they lost 17-27 at Joe Robbie. I, my lead singer, guitar player, was a huge Dolphin fan, and I had to spend the entire evening in Miami <laughs> gear while we played. Oh, wow. And that hurt. And that, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, God, I remember that night. Oh, that was terrible. I had to get really, really drunk, and I threw up in the parking lot. And... <laughs> I'd be throwing up. I had to wear Miami <laughs> gear, too, regardless <laughs> if I drink or not. I was trying to get drunk and forget about it, but, yeah, it didn't really work out. But, yeah, so in the 93-94 okay. season, uh, Joe and, and Marcus took him to the, okay. took him to the uh, AFC championship game. And I think that was our last playoff win for like 20 years or yes. some god yes. awful about it. 12 years, 14 yep. years. I don't remember. Yeah, because of all you think the next year we lost that Miami game, and then I can't remember, you know, Joe, re Joe retires. Yeah. Um, I can't remember a win in the playoffs until uh, Alex did it in, what, 2017, 2000, somewhere, 2016, somewhere in there. All I know is we had one of the longest droughts of any team in the playoffs of having yep. a um getting a win yep so i don't know if it was a record but i know it was pretty high up there yeah insane isn't it yeah um a couple other things i'd like to touch on so we talked about gore being out uh you guys did hear about blake bell the the hips the hip injury or whatever that he had they have a specific name for it and i can't think of it Hips but uh, the <laughs> he actually, uh, it's worse than they thought. He had to have surgery, so he is out for the season. He's done, um, which once again plays back into that whole three or four uh, tight end mm -hmm. roster. So um, you know that he's not going to be there, so that kind of opens it up for uh, Fortson and Gray and and um, 
um yeah the other one huh <laughs> yeah that was that uh probably no contact right in the first preseason game as yep. i recall they said he come down he they think he came down funny when he caught that touchdown yeah and he just landed on it wrong and then he he went out and played and, and once again then that's when it was a no contact he just kind of yeah. it just kind of caught him and boom down he went so uh best you know speedy recovered a bell and what he's a great tight end you know he's a great blocking tight end if nothing you know I mean, he's got great hands and yeah. he's, you know, he does really good for us. Um, hopefully he can get recovered and, and maybe he'll be back, but they're saying it's season ending right now. So, well, um, at least it had, I mean, unfortunate, but it happened early and, you know, we seen some good play out of the, you know, other tight ends right now. So, yeah, um, you know, we, let's just say this happened week three, you know, we could have gotten rid of someone that, you know, could have taken his place more efficiently right right versus yeah. what what's left out there right you know if we let these guys go you know they get swallowed up so unfortunately it's a win-lose you know but right right you know um I'm, I'm one I, i'm not happy to see him injured by any stretch but right. at least they can give closer looks at these other tight ends right exactly and give them a spot to fill that spot so if that's what they decide to do uh, did yeah. you guys see that uh, Patrick Mahomes was actually inducted into the Texas Tech Hall of Fame? Nice. Did you happen to see the yes, video? Did. You see the video of him when they took him out on the Chiefs field after the Washington game and had it up on the Chiefs scoreboard, the whole big video and him standing there, you know, it looked like I thought he was going to break down there for a minute, but he held it back. He did a fine job of just kind of holding it in, but um, it was, it definitely looked really emotional and, you know, he's standing there holding his daughter and it was just really, it was a really cool video. If you, if you haven't seen it, then you should go check it out. So I read the article, I saw the picture, you know, that was headlining the article, but I did not see the video. So I'll go back and watch it. I just watched it just about two hours ago. <laughs> I was leaping through. Gotcha. No, I mean, congratulations. I mean, well-deserved, obviously, um, you know, one day. He'll be in the Chiefs ring of honor. I'm oh, sure. definitely. Oh, so. most definitely. Um, did you did you happen to read the article about that Sammy Watkins uh, reported that they he was asked you know he's played with both Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers now and and uh, you know what was his thought process? Did you did you happen to look at that article? I'll be honest, no. Unless it was a headline <laughs> article, you know, Sammy Watkins, I did not read about. I love Sammy Watkins when he played in Kansas City. I thought he was, you know, <laughs> Phil shaking his head. You didn't like Sammy? No. And you know why? No. First two games, he's awesome. Next six games, he's out. Next, well, two, next two games, he's mediocre. Next four games, he's out. Playoffs come. He catches, you know, he does great for the first half. Nothing second half. That's just my <laughs> that, <laughs> that's of, your opinion <laughs> i mean come on the guy was injured more than he played uh well i won't disagree i said the same thing about a lair i think he's injured more than he actually, actually plays, but he, he was injured even more than a lair through the season. <laughs> I, i'm 99 sure on that and again this is my opinion but no, yeah that's anyway okay. i'm glad you like I, I won't disagree with you i think he spent you know 85 percent of his time on the on the injured list so. yeah i mean I, I always said at the beginning of the season you know first two or three games awesome and then 
he falls off, gets injured. I mean, that's just, right. you know, but anyway, go ahead about the article. He, he, uh, he said that, uh, you know, he thinks Patrick Mahomes is amazing. He's an amazing quarterback, but Aaron Rodgers is in a league of his own. <laughs> he said he's never felt so calm and cool going into the huddle as if when he was with, and he's with Rodgers. Well, you, you know, know it's, it's just but, interesting, but that's his, that's his present quarterback. So, you know, there's, yeah. there's always that, but you realize Rogers goes to all these freaky retreats and, you know, does all the <laughs> him and know. his hippie hair. Yeah. And... <laughs> I mean, they actually, I can't remember what he did, but he went to some kind of retreat of some sort, you know, I don't know if it's one of the ones where they go in and throw hot water on you and steam you down or whatever, but <laughs> Chico, <laughs> would you go to one of those? Yeah. <laughs> you know what i'm gonna pay for it <laughs> i want you to sit in that tent when it's 400 degrees in there for you Let's know 12 it. hours Let's oh. do it. but i i don't know what he does it's something that he believes in which is great which probably makes him a very calm person uh, he does look calm on the field but i think comparing the two is unfair just much like uh cheetah did you know he's got to support his current quarterback right. current team i get it you know i'm all for it i mean you know whatever no but, i just but, thought but, i just thought it, it was an interesting article let's just say you know rogers lost all of his receivers you know they needed somebody you know they plucked him you know cuz he was available right but let's see if he makes it halfway through the season i mean i'm <laughs> you know what I'm going to go out on a limb right now. Who wants to take a bet between the two of you? He will be injured before the first six games. One dollar, our normal bet. One dollar. <laughs> no, I'm good. I... <laughs> Gunner, one dollar. I'll go a beer. Okay. A beer that by the seventh game, before the seventh game, he's injured. Okay. So who's going to keep track of this? You are. Uh, you oh, are. I have to keep track you're of the, it. So every you're, week, you're the is, is what we're talking about Hardman, right? So you're the you're the. Uh... No, we're talking about Sammy Watkins. Oh yeah, Watkins. Watkins. <laughs> Not even a Kansas City Chief. Yeah. <laughs> He's so, a Green Bay Packer. <laughs> so you are the you are the Watson bet commissioner. Oh. Yes. All like right. Slap bet can it? I mean, again, I hope no one gets hurt, but you know, I'm just going out and saying sometime. Hey. Yeah, Sometimes first... you just got to look at the trend of the, pl of the player. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, Gunner, you know, uh, I'll take one of those beers you're drinking, uh, uh, week four five or six. <laughs> Wait, didn't you say week seven? He'll be out by week seven. No, he, uh, anytime before week seven, anytime oh, before okay. week seven. So I said, you know, week four five or six, I'll be getting okay. that beer. I'm gonna, I'm just you. just for me to pay attention, I'm probably going to have to draft him in my fantasy league. <laughs> <laughs> Don't waste your draft pick. <laughs> That's the only way you can keep up. Yeah. You got, um, do you have any same. room in your fantasy league or is it full? We haven't even done drafts yet. So. No, is it full? Oh, with people? Yeah, both of them are. Oh, thanks for nothing. Yeah. We got big, big <laughs> he's, he's not the commissioner, either one of them. Yeah. Sometimes he doesn't even play. He just leaves a lineup in there. Calls it good. So let's just. I'm notorious so I, for last place. So. so I got banned from my work pool, fantasy well, league. Uh, really? Because I won it like four years in a row. Oh, they got sick of you. Yep, they banned me. They didn't even invite me back. I didn't know they had a draft. I was like, seriously? I I pinged someone. I'm like, hey, what happened? He's like, oh, we already did the draft. I'm like, what the fudge, man? <laughs> 
<laughs> so I'm not, I'll be honest. I did two leagues before I'm not doing, I, I lost interest after that. Yeah. To, to me, it's not, it's just tedious. And well, I just, well, I don't well have to the me, time for it. to me, it's DraftKings. you know, there let's, you make, go. let's make some real money right now. <laughs> All right, go I, ahead. I have a pool of uh, people that I, well, let's see out of the pool. I don't think any of them actually work there anymore. So, but it's just a, just a friendly uh, bragging rights thing where we just jump on yeah. there and make picks every week. And I always seem to, as long as I can beat the girl that's on there and that's all I care. About. <laughs> you mean your wife? No, it's not my wife. <laughs> it's just a girl that thinks that thinks she's uh, uh, a, a football expert, and she's pretty she's pretty smart in it. But so, um, by the way, if you want to get in a confidence pool, it's five bucks a week. Um, hit up Tracy. Oh, really? They do a friendly, you know, friends and family right. one. They forgot to send me. Forgot <laughs> to send me the invite last week, but now gotta, I have. You got to quit have, winning. No, I I wasn't even in. They, they didn't even send me the invite, so I gave them crap in the, in the spring, and I now I have their t- numbers. I'll be texting them, hey, where's my sheet? <laughs> so, but anyway, um, it I, is fun to do fantasy leagues for those of you that like to do it. Um, I enjoyed it in the past. Um, I did load my roster <laughs> here and there with, uh, you know, great Chiefs players, you know, among right. others. Um, so, you know, it, you know, the past four years, if you're a Chiefs fan and got – the right player at the right time at the right price you did well right i think one year gunner had gronk and i think that was his big payout yeah, oh, yeah. i mean and, and and again it doesn't have to be the cheese but you know i right. try to target them because i watch them more than other players but yeah if i got gronk or brady um, mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. you know whatever yeah. i was happy i mean i played i had aaron Rodgers one year and patrick mahomes so I have a different strategy on the draft. Yeah, you see a lot of people that go like, you know, quarterbacks, you know, it could be, they could be picked 61, 62, like way late. I won't do that. Yeah, I'll, I'll like, take two high-end quarterbacks early. Well, yeah. you know, um, not my first pick, but probably second and third. Yeah. Who's your I, first pick? A good, a good wide receiver, a good running back usually. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Just checking. Go ahead. No, I, I agree with that. You know, wide receiver normally for me. A lot, a lot of like your first three rounds are mostly running backs, receivers, and then you except to... um, unless you're me. Yeah, because a lot I of times, it. a lot of times I'll take the number one quarterback in round three if nobody's pulled a quarterback yet. That's what I like well, to do. But yeah, well, that's a whole different show. <laughs> yeah, we exactly. could do a whole show on fantasy. just fantasy. You guys could. I would just stand here and stare at the screen like on oh, the fantasy of it. Um, I was trying to think of anything else that I saw. I mean, I watched the entire game uh twice. Um, you know, like I said, I was impressed, you know, with you know most of the plays that we did on even with the second stringers seemed to do better this this week than last. You know, when it came to garbage time, it's garbage time, you know. Um right. There's not much to see there that I can see because I'm not a coach. But, you know, up till halftime, I thought the Chiefs, whether it be first or second string or even third potentially in there at that time, did well. I was we happy got, with it. We got, some, we got some super nice depth this year. And once again, 
you know, I'm excited because it looks like a, a balanced team. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a good defense. We have a good offense. And I mean, you know, we've had a good offense the last four or five years. Don't get me wrong, but you know, the defense has always been struggling and now it just looks like our defense is just getting stronger and yeah, super excited about uh, once again, I say this and, and it's not to upset anybody, but I think that Tyreek leaving Kansas city is the best thing to ever happen to Kansas city yeah, because we get rid of that one play that we kept going back to over and over and over again. And, you know, they figured out how to cover it. Oh, and that one play that says, fuck it. Tariq's back there somewhere. <laughs> That's the one. Just throw it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that, that, uh, gif or, you know, picture that people. Yeah. Done of yeah. That. It just cracks me up. Uh, and you know, I, I loved when he was there. Don't get me wrong, but you know, I think with having more options and, you know, the, oh, he bumped his arm. No, when I just did that last arm movement, (laughs) forgetting my arm is still injured. (laughs) It gave me a little jolt. Uh, Well, I stretched it out pretty good there. So no, but go ahead. Uh, Yeah, I just, I just think it's, uh, you know, it's going to be better for us in the long run to have all those options and be able to spread it around the field and, and uh, you know, do all that stuff. I'm excited about it. I'm excited for the offense and the and well, all did, that. Did you listen to the announcers um say that you know Mahomes on his first and second series threw to six different receivers, I believe, in both games? Yeah. So not one target, but six um in two series. That's impressive. Yeah. Um, I didn't see any super deep balls. They were the you know, 25 no. yard pass here and there, you know. So First, I think we're going to keep the defenses honest, meaning, hey, you got to cover three or four people and a running back. Right. And then they're going to surprise them, you know, you know, send Hardman, Juju, whoever, you know, running back down, you know, 25, 30 yards. Um, what was that one play? Matter of fact, that was our long play where our guy was so wide open. It was ridiculous. He had to turn around. He was standing there by himself. <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking about? No, I missed that one. Uh, unfortunately, there- I was at the campground watching it on my phone. I was all huddled around and and uh, that's where I was watching it on. It. And so yeah, I didn't- it was a blown coverage, something. And the guy was literally all alone. And it might have been the second stringers by then, but it was still I was like, how the hell did he become so wide open? But uh, regardless, I agree totally. Um, having three or four receivers, five receivers, depending on the lineup, versus two to three, right. I think that's a genius. I mean, we don't need to, like you said in previous podcasts, throw 50-yard ball every every time, every other series, right, yeah. to, to stay in the game. And that gives you clock management. Yep. Gives you the ability to run the clock out on people and know that you're going to score anyway. Yeah. I'm, I'm good with it. Um, I do expect to see, you know, 25 to 35 range passes, you know, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, constantly, well, uh, you but know, not 50 to 60. Yeah. I mean, you, you have, you have great receivers who know how to handle themselves after they have the ball in their hand. So, you know, a 15 yard throw could turn into a 40, 50 yard mm-hmm. gain. The great um, yak. yes right so you know why not use those do what yards after catch (laughs) 
my wife one day we were watching the game and she's like, why do they keep saying the yak? <laughs> and I, I was like, on that stands yeah. for yards after catch. And she's like, there's, there's one on the field, honey. Do you see him? And now <laughs> for nah, a yak. That's not a yak. That's just yak. the homeless guy from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. There's that homeless guy again from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I and, love him. And bam, there it is. Yeah. He needs to wash his hair. But, but yeah. But I agree with you guys. You know, yards after catch is key, right? You know. Yeah. Um, you know, um, hell, you know, like you said, a five-yard pass can be 15 or 30 or touchdown. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. That's I what mean, we need. Look at Kelsey, man. His yak average has got a astronomical. Are you looking at Kelsey's yak? <laughs> man, he's got a big, big yak. He needs to wash his hair. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh. We're, we're... <laughs> Jeremy's losing it. No, oh. no. I mean, Insane. he's just one of those players that always pushes and pushes and pushes. You know, um, being a tight end—that's impressive to me all the time. He has got, if you ever watch him, he catches the ball and then his vision is just amazing. You know, he's that sidestep the the juke this way and and he knows when to make that turn and go the other direction. And, and, you know, before you know it, he's ran 20 yards and, Mm -hmm. and, and it's funny because he knows when he's done, he knows that when he gets to that spot. Yeah. He just, he just down. Yeah. He's not going to, he's not going to take the big hit and, and that's smart by him. And and honestly, I mean, because he's got what he needed, he's got the first down or beyond, you know, um, and he's not putting himself up there to get hurt, you know, by taking a, a a low hit to the, to the knee or, or anything like that. He just kind of, he gets, he gets tackled and he just, he goes down. He's not fighting. He knows the lower down. He knows to lower it down and, and take the hit somewhere up high instead of yeah. right. taking it low i don't know i wouldn't he's... if i were a db i would not want to hit travis no. kelsey no exactly those it, little it, those smaller guys yeah you know it's a little bit harder for them to take him down i too, mean so. i mean if he's getting past the the linebackers at that yeah. point i would yeah. take him on and just bulldoze them <laughs> they have on my back i'm bringing this somewhere yeah. it's called the end zone, end zone. What, what was that it's did a fly just land on me over here. What is that? Taste that <laughs> sweet nectar. <laughs> oh my uh, gosh. Yeah. So yeah, the Washington game was great. Um, it was interesting to look at Washington's defense, uh, first string defense. I mean, those guys are stout and you know, they're going to be respectful this year as far as, you know, what, what they're going to be able to do. Um, you know, I don't know that, I don't know that Washington's necessarily a playoff team, but their defense is definitely something that the, you know, they're going to have teams are going to watch out for. I'll be honest. Uh, they played without chase young. Keep that in mind. Yeah. Both teams, in my opinion, that we played are not going to be in the playoffs. Right. I'll bet, well, another, I mean, I'll bet another beer on that one. Yeah. I don't think you're going to get bets on that. Anybody that's a Chicago fan or knows anything about Chicago knows they're not going to be in the playoffs. Come on, Gunner. I need another beer. Uh, by the time we're done betting, I'm going to owe you a case. <laughs> it's a lot to, of season. We're going to have to start keeping track if we keep, keep yeah. doing that. No, no. I mean, and that's, you know, Green Bay, I wish it was week one or two. Um, Even though, I, you know, Green Bay kind of got decimated by players leaving, but 
at least they have a good quarterback. You know, I agree right. with that. I just wish yeah. it was week one or two and not three, because typically by week three, you're not going to play your starters at all. And if you do, it'll be one series. Well, I heard rumors that Kansas City won't be playing their starters on Thursday night. Yeah, that's what I said. That's kind of – I would have rather seen them play against, you know, uh, Green Bay. Their defense is typically good. Right. You know, um, and I think their defense was good last year. So, it was the offense, I think, that was lagging last year, if I recall. But, you know, we'll see. I mean, we opened up against uh, Arizona. So, and I heard Arizona is not really uh, 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 clipping on all four, on all cylinders right now. So yeah, is Kyler who the hell is their quarterback now? Kyler Murray. Is, is they still Kyler? Okay, I wasn't yeah. sure. What there's so many quarterback carousels this year. So oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, sure. He he's a good quarterback, but you know it's everything else. It's I hear there's a lot of issues. There's a lot of uh, non trust there going on there. So take us for what it is. Once again, that's um, that's my opinion. Um, you know, it's rumored hearsay. They maybe have the, they may all have an, having a love in for all I know, but, um, you know, yeah. I heard that they're not firing on all cylinders right now. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, so we'll, we'll see come week one, we'll know, uh, for sure what's going on. So, yeah, so I don't, yeah, the, uh, I'm going to do research on that one, you know, prior to week one, you know, right on we're gonna, cause I'm, I haven't really spent enough time on the, you know, our upcoming opponents yet. Um, I just kind of want to see where the rosters fall for us, right? Where the rosters fall for everyone, and if Beach has one more ace up his sleeve, which, oh, he, t- yeah. which he typically does. Once yeah, the cuts yeah. are done, he typically has something in mind if it falls in place, and I'm kind of excited to see what that might be. With him, you never know. Yeah, I mean, he, I think he's done it almost every year. Picked some random, decent player that's turned out to be, you know, an impact impactful person be it a veteran or a rookie or whatever so i'm excited to see what happens well you know uh he just he's kind of brought up this year you know bringing in some of these guys that maybe you've heard of maybe you haven't you know Car- carlos dunlap is not not a household name the tires. although huh tires are <laughs> good lord i fell right into that there chico did you catch what? that wait what the t- what the t- the talk about talk about uh, uh let's talk about tires let's talk about we're gonna have a good year <laughs> where's where's bridgestone get him in here <laughs> hey we did have studebaker for a while oh that we did we've also had a ford yes we, we did we yeah it. That must be the homeless guy's last name. <laughs> oh my god, you guys are cracking me up so much. Oh. We've had a Studebaker. We've we now have tires. We have tires. We've so had we've, uh, yeah. Oh my god, we're so bad. But hey, uh, a little humor goes a long way. I always that's say. right. That's, that's right. But but anyway, to f- please wrap. Hey, please wrap up the done lap <laughs> yeah i'm just saying you know we've got a lot they went out and got a lot of great stuff uh you know just in just in the author the after the draft i mean yeah. what they've done so um i'm sitting here i, I still got this page up from the, the 93 94 is that 94 season yeah the 1994 kansas city Chiefs season I just, uh, the draft, the draft picks are right here. I'm going to throw a couple of these at you. Are you ready for this? See if yeah. you remember any of these names. Are you ready? Shoot. 
Greg Hill. Yes. Running back. Yeah. Uh, Donnell Bennett. Nope. He was a running back. I remember him. How about wide receiver from Notre Dame, Lake Dawson? Yeah, I remember him. Yep. Uh, Chris Penn. Nope. Yeah, he was a wide receiver. I remember didn't him. He, didn't he sign the Constitution? I don't know. Chris Penn. <laughs> no, he was in, uh, wasn't he in like, uh, he was an actor. It was in Bad Boys or something. Oh, he? okay. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> no, it's Sean Penn. Come on. <laughs> I don't mess with you. Uh, and then the rest of them are, are pretty much uh, nobody's ever heard of Tracy Green, Steve Matthews, Anthony. What is that thing? I don't Anthony something. Uh, yeah, James Burton. <laughs> we could, yeah, Anthony uh, Pikachu. Yeah, that's it. Anyways, I just uh, it's interesting because I was listening to a podcast today, they were talking about um, name, um, uh, do you remember player? Ah. and uh, you know of course you know all the they ran up they ran a few of them but i kept yelling at my radio greg hill greg hill and then i look over and he's a draft in 94 <laughs> how ironic is that it's pretty ironic all right so i got one more thing to touch on here and uh, uh i know i've been kind of um I, I, we talked about doing this early but it's a good thing to end on i think yeah yeah let's do that so as of uh today um, as we record this podcast today, uh, legendary quarterback Lynn Dawson has passed away, and we talked about it last week uh, about him being in hospice. And and like I said, there usually when you go into hospice, it's it's not it it's it's not for long term. You knew it was going to be was going to be quick, and I do believe I said I hope it would be quick and painless, and he would go peacefully i'm hoping that he yep. did i haven't heard reports but uh yeah as of today which is um the 24th of august 24th of august <laughs> sorry uh 2022 lynn dawson passed away um he was 87 years old and, and the ironic thing for me was as i was doing this little bit of research he actually was entered into the hall of fame the Canton football, the pro football hall of fame in Canton in 1997 or 1987. Yeah. I read that as well. So here's to, here's to Lynn. Thank you for all that you ever did for Kansas city. Thank you for all the great games that I've listened to you uh, broadcast over the years when you were doing the broadcasting. I always loved listening to Lynn talk yeah. about, I love it when he was like, well, I don't understand why they're doing that. <laughs> <laughs> he was also on uh, what that HBO series. Um, oh yeah. Uh, uh, gosh, late hits stupid, or what, what was the name of it? it? I can't remember the name of it, but I remember he was on, it was like on there for what, five or six years or something like that. Yeah. He was on there for a long time. Yeah. I just can't uh, remember. I know what's in some article somewhere, but yeah, he was on HBO. I used, I used to watch that a lot when I had, when I had HBO. Um, before you pirated it. No, actually. Yeah. Before I pirated it. <laughs> That's fool's gold, baby. Yeah. But yeah, but, uh, Lynn is going to be uh, a, a piece of uh, cheap's history. That's definitely going to be missed. And yeah. And for all the things that he'd done off the field as well as on the field. So and here's me, to you, Lynn. 
and me personally, I met him twice in my lifetime. Um, the most exciting one was when we met him when we were nine and oh with Trick Green. I don't remember what year that was. Um, you know, sometime, you know, 2012, 2013 time range, I think. Um, right before we went to Castle. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we were nine and oh. Uh, you know, we signed up to do this ESPN shoot and we had no idea who was going to be in there. Um, again, if you're a season ticket holder, you can use these points to do special events. This happened to be a sports illustrated, sh um, shoot was he, all it said. He just about said swimsuit. Yeah. So <laughs> there's pictures of Phil in a speedo. There are has a little Kansas city logo. <laughs> little, little, little. Hey. Tiny logo. There are pictures of me in a speedo, but it's in my high school right. yearbook when I played water polo. He's right but next anyway. to a homeless guy from <laughs> from Cleveland. <laughs> For us at the Hall of Fame. But anyway, Rock and Roll Hall of um, yeah, so we signed up for this. It was a hundred degree day in Kansas City. Um, it was a afternoon game. We go down into the tunnel where they have the the everything set up. And uh, we're standing there just sweating, I mean, just sweating. And out comes Lynn Dawson. And I'm like, holy shit, it's freaking Lynn Dawson. So he's socializing with, you know, I think there was only 30 of us in there, give or take. We were brought in just to be an audience to clap and make noise and, you know, we, we you know, that kind of thing. Right. But, man, he was awesome. He spent a couple of minutes with each person that was down there, you know, and he went right down the line. And, uh, you know, he got to me and I was like, nice, nice to meet you, Mr. Dawson. Um, would you mind, you know, signing my Jersey? I've always been a fan of the chiefs. You know, I wish I could have seen you play in the super bowl. I was too young right. <laughs> and he, he was great, man. He was dressed to the nines in a suit. He's like, you got your pen? I'm like, yep. <laughs> he takes it and signs it and, you know, says hi to the wife and just continues down the line, you know, nothing but class, nothing but class. Right. Um, you know, the other time we saw him was in passing, we just waved and said, Chiefs, and he's like, go chiefs. You know, those were nice. my two interactions with Lynn Dawson. And, you know, obviously, you know, that Jersey is in the frame now. Um, right. But, you know, I have nothing but good things to say. And, you know, the way that he treated the fans of any team, you know, not only the chiefs, but any team was, right. cl was class. Um, you know, it's hard to, uh, lose someone of that caliber as a Chiefs fan or, you know, or as a football fan for that matter. You know, I, I look at all kinds of payer, players that are, you know, passing away and I was like, man, that guy was awesome. Right. But, um, I, I, you know, you know, I just wish the best for his family and, you know, um, pray for a, you know, speedy recovery that they can move forward. Um, you know, but he will be missed by me, by you, by the entire Chiefs nation, by NFL football. Nothing. That's a, I don't know what else. I can keep rambling on about him for <laughs> forever um, just because I thought he was a class act. Because don't get me wrong, I've met some players, ex-players, that are just a-holes. Right. Yeah, you know. Cla class minus the CL. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, I mean, to meet someone, you know, that won a Super Bowl and, you know, stuff like that, you know, you meet some guy that didn't win shit and, you know, he thinks he's all that. So I, right. I've met, I've met both sides. So I can see where, 
there's a class act versus just some stooge. So, right. you know, all the kudos to, you know, Len Dawson. Um, I wish I would have been alive to see him play in mm-hmm. person. But you know what? I can bring that eight millimeter out. We can watch Super Bowl four. One of these days we're going to do it. All right. Before the end of the season, can I get to see if my eight millimeter player is still working? <laughs> Gunner, do you have anything to say about Lynn? Um, you know, I'm definitely, I've seen highlights. I've seen old footage, you know, like everybody else. And I didn't know a whole lot about him. Obviously I grew up, I grew up in the Trent green years, you know, and I didn't know a whole lot about the chiefs history wise. Um, I've definitely know more now than I did then. So, um, like, like Phil said, I just hope the family has a speedy recovery and, you know, mourning and everything. So, yeah. I think I will add, I hope the Chiefs, you know, Red Fridays are coming up, you know, maybe they'll rename it, you know, Lynn Dawson's Red Friday or, you know, some kind of tribute like that would be kind of cool. Maybe we'll change it from Red Friday to, to Lynn Friday. Lynn Dawson Friday. Yeah, I'm yeah. all in. I mean, he deserves it, you know. Oh, I agree. So, I agree. And Chiefs, have you heard this first year? Talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> See you at tailgate with our yeah. yeah. With our Len Friday flags. We should Len be- Friday. It is Len Friday. But I can't wait to see, you know, um, after all this passes, you know, how he's memorialized and and you know, um special events that we'll do in his honor, you know, to remember his memory will be special every single year. I just can't right. wait to see what it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So hoorah. Hoorah. All right. Well, let's end on that. Kind of a kind of a sad ending to so tonight's solemn, Indian. Solemn ending yeah. to Yeah. Well, but no, it's good. I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's good memories, you know. Like you said, you you met a man that that uh, you know is as a Chiefs fan you you looked up to from the history and, and yeah. everything. For me, it was the HBO show. It was listening to him do commentary on Sirius. Yeah. You know, you knew who he was, and he always, like you said, he always had respect for all the teams that he was. You know, mm-hmm. that he was commentary. You know, uh, whatever whoever we were playing, and uh, yeah, just a stand up guy. So um so yeah there's a lot of good memories a lot of great memories of you know you have more better memories than i do i mean i just listen to him on the radio or <laughs> i watched was him ver- on tv i'll be honest i was fortunate that we didn't know he was going to be in there we had no clue right 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 so, you know him and willie willie lanier you know so you know we met them both at the same time and my right. wife looked at willie and said who are you <laughs> <laughs> i and, probably would have <laughs> 87 87 is a full life to live i mean that oh yeah that is still that's awesome and no i agree and i think it the irony behind you know being inducted into the hall of fame and 87 87 i'm I'm one of those people that think like that also (laughs) so it's weird but yeah i you know rest in peace man right on for sure for sure all right well let's get out of here thank you gentlemen for uh coming and talking some chiefs football with me you know how much i love to talk chiefs so hey <laughs> hey jeremy look to the left my left your left 
I think you're left. Uh huh. You Wait. no, you move your I'm, head I'm to like... the left. Oh, is that that Cleveland dude? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Because because of the my drunk, beard, the drunk Cleveland guys at right outside your window, <laughs> looking in my window, dude looks like a yak. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw a little bit of humor in. Um, ending on now, that. you got me looking out my window. Hold on, <laughs> ending on this, you is know, that a, the, is that a yak? Is that a oh. yak? <laughs> and now, the homeless man from the Cleveland Rock and Roll Fame. <laughs> we. Uh, he did uh, email Gunner and ask for your address. Oh, that was so nice. <laughs> yeah, send that. Uh, hey, homeless man at the Rock and Roll. Thing. If you're listening to the Indiana Chiefs fans pod, just send us an email. I'll send you the address. It's inchiefsfanspodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. I got a bus well, ticket, Jeremy's address, a half pack of smokes, and a pint of uh, vodka. I'm good. Hey, buddy. This bottle with urine in it. But you're you're only four hours away. You can make it pretty quick. <laughs> oh man! All right, sorry. Uh, I digress. <laughs> All right, smarty pants, Chico noise. Take us on out of here. Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Indiana Chiefs fans podcast. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts, whether that be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean. Anywhere else you get your podcast. You can also check us out on Facebook. That is facebook.com slash IN Chiefs Fans Pod. You know, go on there. If you see our posts every week, um, we do have our social media girl that posts for us and puts up some awesome pictures and she just designed some really great posts on there. Comment on those Thank posts. Thank you, Alicia. Yes, comment on those posts. Let us know how we're doing. And, you know, if you want to share your favorite Chiefs memory, put it on there. Or you can send your favorite Chiefs memory, your favorite memory of Len Dawson, your favorite thing that's happened in the preseason to inchiefsfanspodcast at gmail.com. Or if you and, just want to tell Phil he's full of shit, go ahead, yeah. inchiefsfanspodcast. So, so, Jer- <laughs> so, Jeremy, I do think I did send you the picture of Len Dawson and I. I, believe, I, I do, like, yes. A couple yes. weeks ago, if you want to throw yep. that on Facebook. Yeah, for Facebook sure. page yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it looked like. Um, oddly hey, enough. Um, hey Len, you want to hold this for me? Here, hold think, this for me. I think I Here. gave you yeah, I think Here. I gave you two. Me giving him the pen and then him signing my jersey. Yeah. So uh, I've got yeah. a really I got a really nice one of uh just a memorial that they put out. I just grabbed it off of Facebook a little bit ago, then I'll have up there too. So yeah, well, we'll just, get that put on there. Just to prove we're not full of shit. I mean, not on uh, this subject, at least. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, true that. I'm uh, sorry, Gunner. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you're good. And while you're checking out the Indiana Chiefs fans podcast, you get finished with an episode, need something else to listen to. Well, the Emperor has plenty of other podcasts you can go check out. Whether that be the Call Guys podcast at Facebook.com/slash The Call Guys Pod, Golden Image Podcast at Facebook.com/slash Golden Image Podcast. The Murder Nerds podcast at facebook.com slash nerds or TUSOP, the United States of Paranormal, at facebook.com slash the United States of Paranormal. You can get all of those podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. Wherever. Anywhere, everywhere. Spotify, Apple Music. Apple, oh, 
Apple oh. Podcasts, Amazon <laughs> Music, Podbean, Stitcher. They're everywhere. We are everywhere. And um, I think Golden Jay mentioned this before, but Tusop, congratulations on 10,000 downloads. That's yep. that's an amazing Hoorah. feat. And they're still climbing. So, Yep, awesome. we're over, over 11 now. <laughs> yep. So that means Lottie, Dottie, every damn body, go watch you some podcasts or listen. Yep. That's right. And Indiana Chiefs fans and the call guys are on YouTube. Just go and search for us and you can find us on YouTube and watch our ugly mugs on there. So I'm adorable. I don't know what you're talking about. Just make sure, I try to be. Just make sure you type in <laughs> the right YouTube. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's awesome hey don't forget to rate and review on spotify and apple podcast yes. just remember you rate and review it uh, helps us out it actually you know we get a chance to look at it and see how uh how you're liking what we're doing you know if you don't if you don't like it give me a one star if you do like it give me a five star but leave a comment and tell me why just and- don't compare me to jeremy give me five yeah. <laughs> yeah just just say just comment five stars to fill uh, so and the homeless guy from the rock and roll thing yeah He's so i guess that'll be uh if you average it out two and a half yeah yeah that's what that's what she said <laughs> oh <laughs> um also like subscribe everything on youtube we would love for yep. everybody to watch the podcast also yeah yeah some of the faces that we make <laughs> mine's mostly just a blank stare and and whenever he's ready whenever he's ready if he's listening that's right colton whenever you're ready and want to get on here and talk some naggy get on here and we'll talk some naggy i was gonna mention that episode two (laughs) episode two of the franchise has a really great interview with naggy and he sits down and talks about the quarterbacks and how you know the relationships he has with them and it just it's it's a really good interview and Nagy seems like a super down-to-earth guy and he definitely is a good coach like he just yeah. i mean what can you do with the bears <laughs> that's, that's i mean that's all i gotta say <laughs> yeah i think i think we talked about that before but i know we're at the end here uh we might also have a another guest on uh the next episode so yeah and i might be in for a little bit towards yep. the end so yeah, old Chico's got to go off on some work-related uh, business, so he'll be out in Pennsylvania for uh, a week. So we'll get mm-hmm. dialed in, and and hopefully he can jump in when he has a little bit of time. And and yeah, maybe uh, I'll stop he... in Cleveland, <laughs> pick up the homeless guy. There you go. Oh my gosh! <laughs> You'll find him. He's right outside of the. He's right outside the front doors of uh, the Cleveland Cleveland Stadium. He's wearing a number six. Uh, I was gonna yeah. say, <laughs> I was gonna He's say, like, it, and, and you, you know what? He, he can't think of, he cannot remember what the entry code is. Yeah, he can't remember the entry code. <laughs> hey, which by the way, you know, he is the starter for week yes, one. they they did okay. name him the starter for week one. Yep, congratulations, Baker Mayfield. He's uh, awesome. he is. I love Baker, I think he took a raw in a deal in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm happy to see he beat out what Sam, Sam Darnold. Yeah, he was and, what, Ram, the Rams before, right. Rams no, he was or... the Jets. He was with the Jets, wasn't he? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, anyway. I'm about to look it up. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's not the Chiefs. That's right. That's right. That's right. 
All right, from our little slice of Chiefs Kingdom right here in the great state of Indiana, I just got one thing to say. Are you boys ready? How about those Chiefs? Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next week.